Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, Jane Ace is learning from her new next-door neighbor, Mrs. Frederick, that a wife can be a big help to her husband in business. Mrs. Frederick takes the credit for Mr. Frederick's success in the printing business, and Jane is now applying Mrs. Frederick's theory to Mr. Ace. This episode is in two scenes. Mr. Frederick's office in the printing plant and then to Mr. Ace's real estate office. The first to Mr. Frederick's office. Jane and Mrs. Frederick are there alone. Sit down, my dear. He'll be back in a few minutes. He's probably around the plant somewhere. Oh, this is a lovely office. You like it? Mm-hmm. I picked out every single speck of furniture. You did? Of course I did. I'm an interior decorator at heart. Baxter knows absolutely nothing about interior decorating. I don't think I do either. Oh, of course you do. Every woman knows more about interior decorating than her husband. I guess I've just got an interior complex. I don't think I know as much as you do. Jane, you make me mad. All right. The way you take a back seat is beyond me. Why, you just stick around and watch me operate. There's a man with one of the largest printing orders of the year coming in this morning. Baxter's probably with him now. It means I don't know how many dollars if we can land his business. Now, here's where I step in. Where? Into the picture. This man may be very, very hard to handle. That is, he would be if Baxter tried to single handed. But I can soften him up. I get his mind off business. I entertain for him. I break down his sales resistance. And before you know it, I have him eating right out of my hands. Eating out of your hands? It's the woman's touch, Jane. It's so important in any man's business. And it's a wife's duty to supply that touch. Uh, don't you see what I mean? I don't think so. You don't. Oh, Jane, sometimes I get very discouraged. Oh, well, you just keep your eyes and ears open around here this morning. They're open. Well, you just sit back and notice how I have this so-called tough customer eating out of my hand. That's the part I don't understand. What do you mean eating out of your hand? Oh, I think I hear back to voice. Uh, let's just sit back and make a charming picture. <laughs> a cigarette, my dear? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, no, thanks. I don't smoke. I thought you were asking if I haven't. those two in that back room can take care of any water you give it, no matter how... Oh, good morning, my dear. Oh, that's dear. I didn't know you were busy this morning. Uh, darling, uh, this is Mr. Raymond. My wife, Mr. Raymond. How do you do, Mr. Frederick? Not the Mr. Raymond. Yes, I guess I'm guilty. Well, this is a pleasure. I've heard so much about you, Mr. Raymond, but I had no idea you were so... <laughs> oh, there I go. Uh, so what, Mrs. Frederick? Well, I was going to say so... Uh, it's a handsome. Oh, I'm coming from you, Mrs. Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do believe I'm blushing. Yeah, it's a handsome, Mrs. Frederick. I must say that. Well, I'm Mrs. Ace. Oh, hello, Baxter. Oh, isn't that stupid of me? Mr. Raymond, this is Mrs. Ace. Well, how do you do? I'm pleased to meet your acquaintance. And Mrs. Ace is a neighbor of ours. We just happened to be shopping downtown this morning and thought to drop in and pay Baxter's surprise call. Well, it certainly is a surprise. But I had no idea you were going to be busy this morning. I wouldn't have dropped in, Baxter. 
But then, on the other hand, I must say I'm glad I did, Mr. Raymond. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I assure you the pleasure is mutual. That's the expression of you say, Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, oh, sit down, Mr. Raymond. Well, I'm afraid I haven't too much time this morning. Oh, don't run off, Mr. Raymond. I've hardly more than met you. I believe we have some mutual friends. Oh, really? Who? Well, uh, the Marquette, for one. Oh, yes, I see a lot of the Marquette. Really? Well, I'm so sorry we haven't met before. Oh, my. Then uh, you must know the Calhoun. Vivian and Kinky? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Of course, they're such fun. <laughs> they certainly are. Uh, ever played bridge with them? Loads of times. And how they carry on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we must talk all this over, Mr. Raymond. I'd so love to have you to dinner some night. Well, that sounds reasonable. Great little trip, the wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just nonsense. <laughs> well, uh, when shall it be, Mr. Raymond? Well, let me see now. How about um, Saturday night? We can make a night of it. Sounds reasonable. It's a date. <laughs> well, I suppose you two have your fifty old business to talk over. Oh, no, no, not at all. Oh, I know how you businessmen are. That just leaves poor little me out of it. <laughs> we'll run along. No, no, I'm just Mrs. Frederick. You came here to see your husband. Oh, not at all, Mr. Rand. Of course we'll go. Nonsense. Now, you just sit right here. There's nothing for us to talk over any further. Your husband's given me his figures, and I'll have to think them over. That's your lowest price, is it, Mr. Frederick? Oh, yes, I'm afraid so. Well, it does seem a trifle high. What's the matter? Is Baxter using high-handed methods with you? I won't stand for Oh, not at all. He knows what's the best he can do. <laughs> well, suppose you just think it over. And having thought it over, you come and spend the evening with us on Saturday. Right. Well, good morning, ladies. Goodbye, Mr. Raymond. Oh, well, I'll walk you out to your car, Mr. Raymond. No, 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 Okay, see you Saturday. Eight o'clock, Mr. Raymond. I'll be there. Now, dear, do you see what I mean? What happened? What happened? Didn't you hear what went on here? You mean about inviting him to dinner? Of course. And out of that, you make money? Money? Of course it makes money. Plenty of it. Once we get him to sign on the dotted line. Dotted line? And before I'm through with him, he will. Of course, right now, he thinks that his price is too high. But once we meet him socially, he's more like a friend. And we can do business with him in a friendly way. You mean you charge your friends more than you would somebody else? Charge your friends? No, of course not. But it's much more simple having to deal with a friend rather than with a stranger. And once he sits at our table, he's not a stranger anymore. That's the part the wife plays in the husband's business. That's the part you can play in your husband's business, too. I can? Of course you can. No, no, Ethel, wait a minute. Do you think you ought to tell her things like that? It seems to have done wonders for you, hasn't it? Yes, Ethel, yes. Of course it has. Well, goodbye, then. Oh, where are you running off to? Well, I'm going over to my husband's office and see what's going on. Oh, must you? Well, no, but I want to see if I can do anything. Yeah, I hope you're satisfied. That's well, I'll see you all tonight, then. <laughs> all right, my dear. And good night. Thank you, Now, uh, you take this corner here, Mr. Tumley. It's an ideal spot for a garage. You can build a place to hold as many cars as you like. No, no, no. I don't think I like that corner. But you haven't given it a thought. If you'll just... We wanted that corner opposite that department. That's what I call an ideal location. But if you don't handle that, Mr. Race, I'll have to go somewhere else. Now, wait just a minute. I'll agree with you that that is an ideal location. On the other hand, if you'll just let me show you why this plot here is just as ideal... You don't have to show me. I know what it is. 
This isn't a two-story building we're thinking of putting up, Mr. Ace. This is the quarter of a million-dollar proposition. I know it is, and you can't blame you for wanting to get your business. <laughs> no, you can't rule a man out to try it. Well, then, why don't you hear me out? Because I know what I want, and I won't change my mind. Uh, my mind's like a bet, made up. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I see what you... Now, now look, Mr. Tumley, Mr. Neff, my partner, told me to get in touch with you. I know you and he are pretty close. Well, he is. I don't know anybody closer than he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've known old man Neff for 15 years, and I never knew him to buy a drink. Well, then he doesn't drink. Oh, so that's what's wrong with him. <laughs>
been very pleasant meeting me. I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight. Yes, because it's much better having business deals with friends than with strangers. Hey, will you... Oh, well, goodbye, dear. Now, don't forget, Mr. Tumley, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock on the dotted line. On the dotted line. <laughs> Oh, she sure has a swell sense of humor. Congratulations, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Ace. <laughs> surprises, surprises. Jane's about to make Mrs. Frederick's theory work, we hope. We learn about the dinner when next we meet the Easy Aces.